It's Tia. It's been a Mississippi minute, but we bite, baby. What's up, Pink Posse? It's your girl, Cha. And yep, we back at it like a crack addict. It's your girl, Jiggy, a.k.a. Tanika. Listen, pull up on us. It's time to cut up, because we back. What's up, Pink Posse? It's your girl, Koji, and we're back. Pink Sunday Radio. Well, hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another edition of Pink Sunday Radio. I have all of the people today. (laughs) (laughs) I have my regular co-host, Jiggy. Hey, y'all. Tia. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, you're giving me an extra today. Okay. A little little touch. A little touch. (laughs) Um, Ja. What's popping, Pink Posse? And I have my two guest co-hosts, Kimiondo. Katsika. York Walker. Hello, hello. Okay, and this is the dynamic duo of How Red is Red (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Um, Job, we're going to start off with the disclaimer, of course, before we get started. Got you. So the views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. Pink Sunday Radio is rated mature for language and subject matter. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Now, y'all know we get a disclaimer because, child, listen. Listen, I'm here for it. Listen, listen. Okay. Okay. And remember, y'all, um, we're on StreamYard now. So we're streaming on uh, Twitch, on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. So if you want to leave us a comment, go to YouTube or Facebook and we will see your comments and we'll bring them in throughout the show. Okay. Now, my first thing when y'all on How Red is Red. <laughs> Gotta do eyes, 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 eyes. Uh Uh-uh. Before we join y'all in this ritual, wait, what does that mean? What, you know, what does that mean? Y'all gotta give us that. Go ahead, yours. If you don't do the eyes, eyes, eyes and connect Uh eyes with everybody that you're cheersing with, it's seven years of bad sex and we can't afford no one. We gotta do Okay, exactly, because no ma'am. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay. We are not doing Mercedes season one. You know what? We're not yeah. doing Haley we're and not, Andre. Oh, we're not abstaining. <laughs> <laughs> not abstaining. Okay, so look, the first thing I want you to do is please, because you know some people, some people don't know, and we're trying to let the people know. So, give us a brief little intro before we just get it all started. Kimmy and York, tell tell the people about yourself. Kimmy, I'm gonna start with you. So I actually work on D Valley. I'm a co-EP on this season. I joined season two. 
Um, and so it's actually interesting. We're going to discuss an episode that I wasn't there for backstage. So, you know, I get to, I get to join in just like y'all as an audience. Um, I met York actually, I trained as an actor. And so I, I met York in grad school and had a crush on him. But he's for, he's for the men. He's not for me. <laughs> yep. And so we became best friends. I, 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 I took a consolation prize of best friends. You know what? Not a consolation. That is very sweet. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I guess piggybacking off of that, yes, I'm an active homosexual. Uh, we just uh, ended pride. Uh, so, you know, everybody's taking down their rainbow flags, uh, but you know, I still have mine up in my heart on the daily. Um, I'm also a writer, playwright, uh, and TV writer. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I, I see, I was about to say something shady. I am not on anything as cool as P Valley. <laughs> it's more, of a, more of a, you know, yes. boring stuff. Uh, but it's fine. Um, and uh, yeah, very happy to be here. Okay. Well, <laughs> well I was going to ask how y'all became friends and all that, but Kimmy already uh, let me know. But we don't know when we became close. Yeah. What do you mean we, you don't? We don't know the moment. Like we were in school together. She was a year below me. We think it was a play that we did together. Uh -huh. And in the play, in the play, I was like playing like a 65 year old man and she was uh -huh. in her 20s and they have a love scene, which is very strange. Yeah, I that. that was a shady August Wilson. Oh, it was an August Wilson play. Yeah, yeah, seven guitars. Oh. Uh, so we did that together. And I don't know if it was that awkward moment of having to do that love scene together that made us friends. That might have been it. I, I can't remember. But it was sometime okay. around there. I, I am just learning that it was awkward for him right now. I thought it was a beautiful time. <laughs> but you remember that that moment with the director. So, yeah. okay, real quick. The director was trying to show me how to do the love scene. And so she stood in for Kimmy and it just was very, very <laughs> awkward because she was also an older woman and she was trying to figure out and place in my hands. She was like, you touch her, you touch her there. And I was like, well, uh, here we are. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was very interesting. But you know, we learned a lot. We grew as actors and became besties. And so you it became besties. Okay then. Yeah. Okay, okay. So how did the idea for How Red is Red come about then? Like, how did that happen? Because I love Uh-uh. You, know, you know what, Kimmy? Let me tell you, they showed me flames, okay? I was in a relationship and they showed me flames, okay? <laughs> and I was like, how did I miss all these red flags? Mm -hmm. And so I remember, I like to turn like, shitty situations into funny situations right and mm -hmm. i remember talking to another friend about like what had happened to me she's like oh my god you're so open about this and like it it makes me feel less alone and i was like we just need to just talk about failed dating because i feel mm -hmm. like a lot of people have these dating podcasts where they're like you just need to just 
two equal four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I don't know what it's like for y'all. That is not my experience. Right. <laughs> and so I was like, there needs to be a dating podcast with just two people who have failed. And who other? <laughs> me and yours. <laughs> That's basically, and, and when she and when she came to New York, were you like, yeah, I failed? Oh, like habitually failing. I, like, there's, there's, there is no winning over here. There has been very, very short stints of like, oh, we're succeeding, and then it immediately falls off. So I was like, well, if we can uh, each one teach one, we may as well. And uh, so that's how I started. But it's been a lot of fun to to do. I didn't know what podcasting would be like because this is pretty much my first one. But we have a good mm-hmm. time. And, you know, we drink our, our libations. And, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we all drinking it out. All right. Yeah. Come on. Okay. All right. Well, I think it's time. For how red is red, New York. Y'all fancy on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Got graphics and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a, Just a little bit. A, t- a tech system. Y'all got all kinds of stuff going on. <laughs> that threw like me this. off. Wait. Ooh. Oh my God. Wait. I, I forgot we had that graphic. And I was like, not York. And then Tia said, wait a minute. Graphic. Hold on. Created all these times making these graphics for nothing. Wait a minute, creative director. Hold up, that's right. My bad, girl. Oh my god. Okay, so your yes, um, your red flag is not yes. My red flag is not your red flag. Mm-hmm. Which is not Kimmy's red flag, which is not mm-hmm. Tia's red flag, mm-hmm. which is not Jiggy's or Jaws. So we got to figure out a, a common flag meter to be mm-hmm. able to, so we all on the same page about mm-hmm. what the red yep. flags are. Mm-hmm. All right. So today, the pink flag is Uncle Clifford's wig paint. It was illustrious in the episode Ooh. we have here. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. Giving it. Mm-hmm. So, but you saw it had a little strand of red. So giving. He's giving it. trouble as a head. Yeah. I got yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 I like that, John. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the pink flag, we're gonna say, <clears throat> mm. his profile. Let's say you're you're on a dating profile. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and his profile says six feet. You show up to the date, and the brother is five six, and you find out that he got lifts in his shoes. So he's probably five five. Is that a pink flag? It's red for me. Yeah, it's more. Yeah. I don't know about nobody else. Yeah, yeah. It's red. 
I'm going to give it pink mm. and I'm going to say this. I have dated a couple of shorter guys. I am one of those people. I am five, six. I am open to a little height challenge. But what would kind of give the little red tips on the end for me is why you got to lie to kick it? Like, yes. I'm, I'm cool with it. Mm -hmm. It's all right, little brother. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Long yeah, as you gotta lie can. about something so little. Yep, that's what, then I what else are you about to lie? That's why it's super yep, red for me red. because why but are you lying? And it's not even like a couple of inches. Like I could shoot you some bail on like you said you was five eight and you five six, but six feet, bro. Uh, uh I don't got no bail. <laughs> I don't got no nothing. <laughs> like date is over. Goodbye. <laughs> Have a but nice yeah. life. I'm finished. What if what if he's like, I knew you wouldn't go on a date with me. Like some people have high preferences mm -hmm. on the on the dating app. And he's like, I just wanted to be in there to, so that I could have a chance. Just so that yeah, you could I meet appreciate me that. <laughs> I appreciate that. However, <laughs> You were correct. I would not have come on the date. And now you are <laughs> go and find the person. You can go find you a job that loves her, <laughs> a shorty. And then you guys can live happily ever after. But right. for me, it's a no. <laughs> okay. Mm. So 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 as someone who is little and 14, well, um Okay. Well. <laughs> you know, uh I can only go up from here. Uh -huh. So anybody that is above, <laughs> you know. Okay, um, but that's, that's a good question. Okay, because for you, you're everyone is taller than you. So you know what, Kimmy? Okay, baby, but it's a little bit. The way you said that. I mean, like, it was accurate. No. But the way you. He's making points. I mean. But would it bother you that he lied? Like, okay, he's so taller than you, but he still lied. Yeah, well, it would be a she. But the fact that she lied oh. to me, I would have a huge problem with that because I like women that are tall, that are five, five and up. So, mm. I mean, you know, it okay. would. So what if she put five, six and she's giving five, one? Oh, that would piss me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would piss me the fuck off because yeah. I really don't want somebody my height. <laughs> you don't want Listen, nobody's I'm... max size? Well, is five one still a couple inches taller than your height? But that's too that's too close. It's too close. Okay. I listen. I get it. You ain't got to explain it to me. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I had what a if they're one like five three with heels on. Like, what if they close? If they put their heels yeah, on, they put their heels on. You know what? But they don't. Okay, but see, I'm gonna but get they, a little bit still too lying. Though. I'm gonna I get mean, a little too personal. Heels to bed, girl. I, yeah, but I'm gonna get a little. That's a little personal. But that's a little personal because <laughs> they're gonna take the heels off and they still a little bit. And they still. But you know, why they gotta take the heels off, sis? See, but there was there was a time. So there was one New Year's that I found myself uh, in the arms of a six uh, four young man. 
unparalleled experience. And I just, it's rough to have to go, you know, go backwards. It's just it's like, once you, once you had a taste of it, it's just like, ah, I don't know. Once we, we've, we've moved past the fast food, not to say that short men are fast food. That, that's, that's, not what I, that's not what I'm meaning to say. Not McDonald's. Happy meal. That's not what I mean. Happy meal. That's what it is. Oh my God. Listen, I'm a I feel show like they, I feel like I feel like I can imagine a short king or queen putting in the work, you know, just to show you. I can handle They got something to prove, trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have shit to prove. I have dated short men before. I'm five six. So short to me is in that five, six, five, eight range. And it yeah. is, as York says, an unparalleled experience. So I'm not totally anti with, you know, being the same height and the things that can happen when you're the exact same height. But you got to tell me the truth up front. Yeah. Like, we're not, we're not building a relationship. We're not even, mm -hmm. I can't even finish the date on a lie. Like, mm -hmm. because it's like mm -hmm. everything you say to me is going to be a lie. Yep, I can't point. believe anything. So I don't That's mind weird. a short king, but it's about to be awkward starting off because I'm already six feet tall. Yeah. So Ooh. if I'm coming in expecting six feet tall and then I'm looking mm -hmm. down at five five. Come on. Yeah, this 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 not gonna work. <laughs> you're telling a dumb <laughs> lie, an obvious lie to and begin we're with. We're so all it's the same height lying down. When all of this is awkward and now I can't trust you to tell the truth. We have discussed things. you being the red flag often. <laughs> if I lay down with somebody six feet, we are not the same height no. lying down. No, at all. At but all. what if he's six feet and got a third leg? Like, I mean, it's really like obvious. Like, he comes oh. in, he a little short, but then you like, damn. Well, the, the short ones contain. be having the fantastic third legs, <laughs> so that's why. Look at y'all kids. Is that true? The short ones and the skinny ones. It's, mm -hmm. it's a little common. Oh, mm -hmm. okay, skinny. <laughs> <laughs> You are God looking at you. Is that true? You are, is that true? Do you agree with Tia? Listen, I had heard about that. See, the skinny one I knew about. The short one is something that is, is new to me. I'm short discovering one. on today. Uh, okay, that's interesting. You Listen, you're giving um, some information that I may need to explore. Because <laughs> this is an informational show, to be honest. Like, this is Correct. something you have to learn yeah. a lot. I'm yeah. Yeah, you can learn a lot. Okay. Um, so regarding uh murder night 108, which we we watched last night. Mm. Now, your pink flag was murder's week. I mean, not yes. murder's week, child. Clifford. Murder, that's season three, girl. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, next time, I can't Lord stand you. Playing Uncle Clifford Closet. Ooh. You're doing a lot right now. Wait. Oh my God. Wait. Maybe okay. season seven. You know what I mean, okay? Mm -hmm. We got you. Bad. We got you. We got yes. you. Yes. Okay. Also, why we give a disclaimer? Because I just made that shit up just in case. Because you know the pink posse be on the timeline. Right. You're right. Take okay. So look. So there was a scene where you have a fan who's very excited. 
very excited now. She displaying all her little titties mm. to murder mm. once he gets off stage. Now, is that a pink? Because did you tell you didn't tell us what our red flag was? Oh, let me child. We got so caught up in the short kings. Uh, <laughs> the red flag this week is uh, Montavious blood red. Uh, yeah, I think that makes sense for this episode here. Um, now this is something that I have that I saw recently on um social media and it upset my spirit. So, there, so you 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 have a boyfriend and you also have a best friend, and the three of y'all hang out together, but your best friend and your boyfriend are really close to the point where they're almost best friends. And they were, I saw this video where this young lady had her best friend and her boyfriend, they went around tickling each other, chasing each other around the yard and, and carry it on. Yeah. And it gave me such a strong Christian pause. I said, this something is, is wrong here. And this chick doesn't even know that she's opened the door for her man to fuck her best friend. And I don't know the situation, maybe they have enough trust. I don't possess it. To me, that's a that's that's a blood red flag. So, am I alone in that, or do y'all agree? I saw the video. Mm -hmm. It's one hundred percent Montavious blood red. Flag. <laughs> I don't think Absolutely. she she didn't open the door for them to fuck. They've been fucking. <laughs> he been putting his thumb in it like they been like in the inbox. But it depends. I feel like it depends. Cozy like that. That red flag, can we go? But I, I think <laughs> I think it depends because I feel like uh, were they friends before? Uh, listen, I don't know the details. The only thing from the video. The the video gives me frolic. And the thing you should not <laughs> yeah. be frolicking with, with yeah, my man. Yeah. I just Yeah, frolic. Yeah. There should exactly. be no frolic. That is a perfect description. With my man. They antickle each other and kick, 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 kick. no, wait a minute. What's what's is you know what? You y'all shouldn't be able to hang out when I'm not there. I, I think that's a good line like y'all get along when i'm there but it shouldn't y'all shouldn't feel completely comfortable where you can hang out without me but this is the thing is that she was there this chick is recording she's filming she these is. videos of them frolicking and tickling each other and this is why i'm like why is it why does everyone feel comfortable enough for you to be chasing sis around yeah yeah because when they I, get drunk yeah. they have a lot of fun <laughs> as a collective that's what it is that's and exactly so, it. you know, every now and then, you know, it's like, hey. Yeah. And then her caption was something like, when your best friend and your boyfriend get along like siblings. I was no. like, yeah, I that's what you see? It wasn't that's what you see right now with your eyes? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not what it was given. Yeah, Getting along, kinky, yeah, yeah. laughing, great. Well, we shouldn't be tickling said. each other. That's and even it. if they were friends first, I don't know that I would have gotten with him if he has a best friend like that. 
Like if I'm meeting him and we're starting the dating process and then when I come through, you like, this my best friend and y'all doing what was in the video. I don't, I don't even see us getting into a relationship because I'm already seeing a problem. See, but I feel like there have to be boundaries established. If you have a friend that that's close, that's that close. You once you are in a relationship, some of those behaviors I just feel mm-hmm. like, out of respect of the relationship, have to kind of shift. That doesn't mean that you're not still friends. You don't hang out and do all yeah. the things, but all this tickling and shit—it's the tickling and frolicking that bothers me. Yeah, and I feel okay, like wait, it's not necessary. Wait. What if, is it only for like heterosexual couples? Because I feel like okay, for instance, do you date women, right? So I feel like no, I gotta be in it. Wait, no, no, because I'm trying to make sure that we're like okay. Because me, me and my best friend, mm-hmm. I like that. So I'm just like, if someone came to date me, they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like women have very intimate, touchy friendships. Just period, like platonically. So is it still a red flag in that situation? Because I feel like if someone came to date me and they saw me with my best friend. That be, you, you would be like, because mm, we be like, I could sleep in the bed naked with her, like all the things. I, yeah, oh, uh-uh, baby, no. Um, <laughs> mm, no, no. And, I can tell you right now, if uh, my girlfriend saw me doing that, absolutely not. If I saw my girl doing that frolicking bullshit, absolutely not. That's a little bit too far for me. No, ma'am. No, and that's the thing. And there, and, and I wish, and I wish we could play, I wish we could play the video for the people because there's a quality, there's a quality within the frolic that I can't quite describe. There is it's too, it's too comfortable. It's, it's not just, just too like comfortable. A, it's the it's comfortability. It's the comfortability. Yeah. Kimmy, Kimmy, please get out of that red flag, baby. Look, 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 look at that. I, I, I feel like she brought up a valid point. Like, okay, yeah. so. If like going back to the guys, what if they play football, right? You know, in football, it's always a lot of ass slapping and grabbing and you know, rough housing. So yeah. if the boy is, you know, you know, getting a little slap happy and grab assy, you know, but just I'm not gonna, uh, is it looking uh, is it looking away because mm-hmm. that's common. As an active homosexual, if my man <laughs> wants to be playing football by all means but when the game is over don't be slapping and you know you know he got a man don't be slapping his ass at the, this mm-hmm. is this, this is what i'm saying the adjustments it's like oh i know you got a mm-hmm. man i don't want there to be anything misconstrued so let yes. me act act accordingly and respect your relationship so that nothing can get you know turned around in the interpretation it's a simple thing you don't have to smack my man's ass after playing football you don't have to do that you can still be close you can still have you know the same relationship but like if y'all had sleepovers and like to sleep in y'all draws and watch horror movies that now transfers over to me i'm the only one watching (laughs) horror movies with my nigga and his draws and that's i think that's okay y'all could watch movies in your clothes i'm not trying to get in your in the way of your friendship but there just got to be some some boundaries. Made. Yeah, that's there needs to be was. some kind of boundaries. It was, it was See, the I know we talked about Valley over here, but it was so it's giving Trey and Guy. I know this is a different show, but <laughs> for, the, for those it of was. us who yep. involved the, the Noah's Ark rewatch, it's, it's giving a little Trey and mm. Guy. 
Well, let me that's, massage that's your feet while we watch analogy. the game. Yep. It's mm-hmm. almost beyond. It's it's a lot going on it was, in the video. It was too comfortable. Yeah, you, you got to see if she could pull up the video. It was I'm doing it now. Comfortable. <laughs> like, I know you are. Oh, Tia, yeah, I was I like, what is Tia doing? Tia is pulling up it this video. It's Listen. not football slapping you on the ass. It's like if they were both standing and he walked by and slapped his girl on her ass. You yeah. know, that's normal. But he also slapped the best friend on the ass. It, it, it was looking like it was that kind of relationship. It was like too much, no boundaries and blurred lines. Probably and I'm looking at the best friend kind of crazy because what what is what are you doing? Why why do you feel yeah. comfortable doing that in front of me with my why man? That's this? not okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl, Kimmy. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Tia then pulled up this video. I can tell you that. Look at her. Oh, what, what? What is happening? We can't look at her. Look at, give me a second. Give me a second now. Nah. Oh, we need a chill on how red is red to pull up some, some live <laughs> videos. This is... Let y'all feel like creative director. Tia, you got that red lipstick. You fit in, right? <laughs> <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> Y'all are doing a lot. Give me okay. a second. Okay, but wait, why Tia, you, do you have it yet, Tia? Because I have I a do. question. No, oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead with your question. Say, I need that, that much time. Okay, <laughs> no, but I do have, so now that we know that it is Montavious Red, mm-hmm. and we know that it is Uncle Clifford pink wig, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This interaction with the fan, because I want to get some murder night in here. This interaction yeah. with the fan, would that be a pink or red? If you're a rapper and you have, now I know you DL, right? So nobody knows that y'all are together. But now you got a fan that wants you to sign the titties. You got the record execs. I get it. But it's like, and Uncle Clifford like, there ain't no signing titties and all that. But now, Murder, you know, you know Uncle Cliff right there. Is that a red flag or a pink flag that, you know? Or is Murder, I mean, come on. Um, For me? <laughs> I don't even think it's a pink flag. Just because I think that there's a persona mm-hmm. in Murder. You know, it's like even in the episodes, like Lil Murder and the Marcus. And I think that, like, Uncle Clifford has to realize she signed up for a man who has a persona called Lil Murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think there's limits to it, obviously, within the, even in this episode, we see limits. But you finding someone's cities, I'm just like, First of all, Uncle Cooper's surrounded by titties all day, every day. So, yep. like, <laughs> I just feel like... Yeah, that's true. Even, like, dating, dating an actor, I, I've seen, like, women date male actors. They have to give up this persona of, like, being wanted or desired. And it is a part of the job. Mm-hmm. And so, as long as there's communication of, like, this is what it is. Uh, sometimes I gotta do this. 
I didn't find it disrespectful personally, but I also am known to be a little murder apologist. So. Oh, are you a little murder apologist? Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to have to disagree with you here. I, I, uh, no, no, no. That I, I, you, you, you can have all the persona you want to have. If I'm standing right, because with the persona of being, you know, the rap, like rap niggas get away with anything. Like you could, you could oh, no, shorty, I'm a girl. You could, you could, I'm gonna come back later or something like that. There's a way that you could, he could have swerved it in a way that made her feel seen or something like that that also doesn't disrespect his partner. Hey, you know this man don't want no titties. He's fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know this man don't want no titties. But is that? Wait a minute. Now, is that? I can't remember. Is that established? Is Little Murder by? Uh, actually, Not. there's a question. Very good question. And if we haven't had it's that conversation. If we haven't had that conversation about who you're, I don't, I, I, me, I don't know where the lines are drawn for Little Murder and where he, I, 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 I don't know. It's so crazy because in media, they call him gay, queer, um, like I've even heard bi, like has, has Katori, Kimmy, when y'all talk, like he, it hasn't been defined yet, right? Yeah. His sexuality, exactly. it hasn't, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I think something that I love about Katori and how she approaches a lot of the characters is she actually shies away, not shies, but like she's like in these places, people aren't thinking about boxes the way like a lot of us think about boxes. They just are, you know? Right. And so, the, and I even think about that, like how, especially like Gen Z is all, all about like, who are you? What's this box that you yes. belong yes. in? Yeah. Whereas, like, for me, I don't even think murder knows. Like, that's just my personal mm. opinion as a as an audience member. I don't know that because there's so much he hasn't accepted. I don't know that he actually knows where he would fit in what we consider these boxes that we oh, use. Okay. Okay. And all the more reason he don't need to be signing no titties in front of me. <laughs> and so with that, I would say that it is a, a pink flag for uh -huh. me. Uh -huh. I'm not gonna leave the situation, but it's a it's a little disrespectful. It, okay. it's slightly because I think there's a better way for you to handle it. So I'm gonna keep that in my back pocket. And if you pull out some shit like that again, we will have a conversation and or I'm out. That's just that's just me. Okay, then. Okay, well, shit. I already yeah. know that the V. <laughs> well, shit, the VIP room. Then that's the red flag. I, I, uh, oh, shit. Gotta be. Oh, we have passed red flag. We in hell in the VIP. Oh, okay. <laughs> we passed the flags and gone straight to hell. Yeah. Okay, so Kim. Okay, well, Kimmy, look at your mouth already. If there was no flag for the signing of the titties, are you giving this at least a pink? The VIP? Okay, I have to also put the disclaimer that obviously as a writer of the show, like, okay, right. I have a lot of context. Uh, and like, you live, right. in the, you live in the characters. And so I mm -hmm. I generally have a lot of empathy for them. So it's very hard for me to judge a lot of these characters. That's true. So I'm going to try and remove myself from it. 
I just feel like he's trying so hard to like navigate this new music industry thing. And then you got like the music exec guy talking about being authentic and then Uncle Clifford comes. I just think that he he panics. I just feel, I think he panics. Yeah. And yep. I think the fact that he like came to the office, stop judging me, York. <laughs> I, think that, I think that the fact that he came into the office and like immediately caught that what he did was not okay. To me, just says like he just panicked. It's not indicative of like no shady necessarily. Yeah. Shady. I just think, yeah, but I have, again, I'm a very soft spot for that character. So there's part of what you said that I agree with. Mm -hmm. I believe that the conversation he has with her in the office is very, like, he's actually being very open and honest with her in that conversation. And so I shoot him a little bit of bail for that com that piece of conversation because that is when he's like saying, hey, look, I was just flexing. This is habit. This is what I do. I think that was a very genuine conversation. But that VIP was bullshit. Like, all of that yeah. was bullshit. Like, because I get... And and we have a whole nother thing where people blame Wody for that because of the conversation Wody had with him right. in the previous episode. And I kind of feel like... I get why they say that, but even Wody in this room, we talk about all the time, was like, bro, what you doing? Like, you doing a much right now. Like, right. that's not what I yeah. said. I just said, hey, like, be a little more discreet with what you're doing. I get it. You love her. I I'm all for that. I'm happy you found somebody, but you understand the industry that we're in. So mm -hmm. you can't be out the way that you want to be if you want to go to these levels that you have told me and we have discussed that we want to go. Mm -hmm. But then he went into the VIP and acted a whole ass, like yeah. because it was a couple of different ways he could have handled it. Right. Because all she did was put her hand on That's his it. shoulder, yeah. like she didn't whip her dick That's out, it. she didn't yeah. try to kiss yeah. him, she it didn't do nothing. So there's so many ways he could have handled, and he did absolutely panic, panic that. And it's one yep. of those. So I have this thing I say in my life: I don't agree, but I understand. I don't agree yep. with what he did, but I understand why he did it in that moment because he did panic. Absolutely. So to me, the VIP is all red. I will give a little pinkish hue to <laughs> not hue because <laughs> it was a very genuine conversation. Yeah, but you but he still really didn't say nothing because it's like okay, this is what happened. So what we finna do? <laughs> Not fish like, Not fish Like, are so, we forgetting though that murder's like 16 and a half <laughs> in the head? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Uncle Clifford is a full grown ass, you know, uh, one person. Like, so at 40 your years old, your mind is more, huh? <laughs> no, I'm laughing at your. Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. at 40 something, of course. And, you know, us ladies, I'm not, you know, of a we're a little seasoned up, a little, little seasoning salt, mm -hmm. a little Larry's or whatever. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so, so we think a little even more in depth, but at you know, again, he's inexperienced. This may possibly have been his first 
you know, situation like that. And he's head in because, you know, that's how young people are. Just jump in first and then figure out if the water's cold or hot later. We're, we're, but the fact that for me, and I'm, I'm going with the pink into the red, you know, little doo-wop to bop because I feel like he did not let it linger. Like he realized, we see him realize that he messed up. And then, you know, we didn't see this part, but he's like, excuse me, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. And he takes the little segue and goes right to the office, you know, and tries to. So I feel like there was not enough credit for the fact that he's young, inexperienced, and, you know, tried to. There's There's another version of that man that gaslights Uncle Clifford. And it's like, what the fuck did you expect me to do? Like... Yeah, you know, you're acting crazy. You should know. Like, I think that he could have easily gaslit Uncle Clifford. Didn't gaslight Uncle Clifford to your point. And the, the place where I think Uncle uh, Murder fucked up was promising. Because you want to be taking me to a car, promising me futures that you can. Maybe at that point. Because I think. If Murder hadn't done that, Clifford would have had that big of a reaction because she brought into the dream, which I understand. They be real convincing. Buying into the dream, huh? Yeah. And the thing about him being young, listen, uh, sure, sure, he's (laughs) the youth of America. But the youth will ruin your life. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, like, you you can, you can say that he's young and he, he don't have a, as much experience, but your credit score is still low because of this, Nick. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, the, the age, it still, you, your life will still be ruined from a young person. So to me, I agree with Kimmy, which is why it's, it's, in hell because you just said to me all this shit that sounded so fantastic and you setting up the dreams Mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden you want to be acting acting funny like you just didn't say that i don't know what how much time passed but uh it's still fresh in my mind so why and i didn't do nothing just a hand just a hand hand. nothing it was the boss the owner of the club right. going to VIP, yeah. right. checking on the VIP patrons, Which is like, mm-hmm. y'all good? Y'all yeah. want me to get y'all something? And you could have said, no, nah, we good. Been, anybody could have been sitting there where murder was, and she would have done the same thing. She would yeah. sat there, put her yeah. hand on the shoulder, hey, what you ball is doing? What can I get you? She probably yeah. did that in whatever other VIP rooms the pink has. Mm-hmm. She probably went in there and did that now. I will say, and we've had this conversation where I was like, I don't know that I would have gone into where I saw my man having what I perceive as a business meeting. Mm. Um, so that Look has always <laughs> <laughs> that mm-hmm. has always been my thing about this scene. They know that's always been my thing. Yeah. If I saw my man, because yes, she would have gone in any room. Mm-hmm. However, I do not think that's why she went in this VIP room. Mm. I think she went in this VIP room because it was murder there. But he led her here, right? My issue with this scene has always been, how did we get here? 
mm-hmm. right? He has sold her all of these promises. From the beginning, she's been reluctant. We can't do this. I don't know if we can do this. We're not meant for the outside. And it's like, yes, we are. Uh-huh. I'm ready. Let me yeah. take you out. Where are we going? He, she, he's always put her thoughts and her feelings ahead. We, we go to the stars and you do all this romantic stuff for me. So now it's like, okay, well, maybe he is for real. Maybe mm-hmm. I can trust these words. So she steps out on faith a little bit in this room. She didn't go overboard. She mm-hmm. didn't do a lot. It was like, let me see. She places a hand and now it's mortification because he got bass in his voice and he don't want to be bothered and you're embarrassing me. Like, wait, <laughs> what happened to us seeing the stars and all this romantic stuff five minutes ago? I think murder is a people pleaser and wants to be liked. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think yeah. when you grow up being a people pleaser, and you can see it, it's always like, what does all this mean? What does this mean? You know? And I think he was just saying shit that sounded nice without realizing what that shit means. And I think where he Mm -hmm. failed is the moment that he could have backed up his words, he didn't. He didn't, yep. But we're all human. Mm -hmm. God is not done with us. (laughs) I think, to Pia's point, immediately when Uncle Clifford was like, shit, 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 let me me solve this right now. And I also agree with Uncle Clifford. Like, she was like, fuck you. Like, I'm not, I'm not about this life. And so, just like Tia said, I don't agree, but I understand. Mm. I understand. So let's take a quick look at this frolic. So yeah. we can see yeah. if, if Kimmy still feels the way she has said she feels. Who's going to catch you? Why would you do that? What in God's green hair? So, Kimmy, tell us, does that change any of your opinions? <laughs> no, listen, I think that's a red flag. I think it's a red flag. I just think that sometimes there may be a best friend <laughs> that you have a close relationship with. But in me watching it, what is interesting is her, right? They fight like siblings. I think she's trying to sell us a story. And she's trying to sell herself a story. Yep. They're not fighting. They, the, them two are not, they're not fighting. It's At an excuse end, to touch. Flirting. Yeah. 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 Straight up flirting. Her, mm-hmm. her mouth yeah. is real close to you, Jake, at the end. Y'all saw that? Yes. <laughs> yep. Yes, we did. That's why we think that we see is a cultural Wait. difference. Because sometimes, you know, lighter, really lighter skinned people do things a little <laughs> differently. You know, yeah. but yeah, they I just don't think there ain't that much cultural difference in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, they fucking thumb. Yeah, <laughs> and the way that when she <laughs> was on the ground, 
around in strange ways too with each other and when they're supposed to be hetero so well you that's yeah, what they do a whole ten no you know no what? go ahead tangent i want that tangent, want that tangent. We, we <laughs> tangents here. this is this is something okay. that i, but I wait, found out hold on york before you go on a tangent yeah Oh, that's you pointing me. Ready. Are you an everyday hustler? Are you always on your steady grind? Are you a black storyteller that matters? Check out actor and philanthropist J. Alphonse Nicholson's signature apparel line at fivegrinds.com and pick up a t-shirt, hoodie, and book bag and tell the world who you are. That's F-I-V-E grinds.com. Child, I was waiting for the drop word. Waiting. When did that become the present? Y'all are too fancy to, for me. I know. Ain't no sponsors interrupting us. <laughs> I, I'm trying to have that sponsor moment, like before. I, mean, I, love, <laughs> I love that. Ooh, that was so sexy. Yeah. The saxophone. Come on, y'all are. Mm. <laughs> Uh, it, what I was about to say, we're talking about uh, uh, how um, some straight Caucasians act with each other. I recently found out that there is a apparently a game that um, straight white men play when they're in their youth. The <clears throat> cracker. Oh, the cracker or the cookie. They put it on a, they put it on either on on a on a chair or something and then they they do what's known as a circle jerk where they're all uh masturbating and then the last one to uh ejaculate has to then eat the cookie or cracker are you serious? Yes. This is a now, heterosexual game. Okay. Heterosexual yeah. game. And now, the main one as an active homosexual that's gay as hell it's gay as hell <laughs> there's no way that you can make that a straight activity there's no there's no there's no but they but they do it apparently i've never heard that with us me soggy biscuit come on <laughs> okay we have somebody who knows something oh, about something i don't even i don't even know how to pronounce this name Jew, 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 Jew? Hey, thank you for the education. Thank you. 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 Thank of the soggy biscuit activity. Yeah. Even yeah. the circle jerk is a lot. One of um, the yeah. other yeah. applications for the circle jerk in with the ones that you grew up around was Ooh, baby honey. What were they maybe doing? I just really in the the room, 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 I don't even know about that. Like I've heard of like standing around in a circle and you know each one reach one or something like I've heard some different I, mean, I don't even know that we didn't do that in age these time. are also heterosexual males yes. um yeah. supposedly uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, 
Which I mean, I heard about it in passing. I didn't see it. I didn't have anybody admit to it. It's just something that I've heard. Word on the street. Word on the street is. Mm. But you know, some, some as, as long as you're not entering, actually, that's not even true. I think some people, straight men, feel like as long as you're not the person being entered, then it's not gay. So that the part, lines are. It's true. I've heard that. Oh, that's real true. Wavy. That is very true. Do yes, I buy I into that? Question. No. Yeah, I feel like in jail. Isn't that the same vibe? I think. I think so. I've heard tell. <laughs> so here's my thing with the jail thing. So a lot of so in the first season of P Valley on Facebook specifically, a lot of people were saying that murder was straight and was turned gay in jail when he went to prison. And I just and that was kind of like the because you know he's a masculine presenting male. That was kind of the excuse that a lot of people gave. And that's why I have a lot of trouble when that is brought up in conversations about gay men, because there's the, and then a dude on the actual post was like, he had a friend that had a girlfriend and stuff, went to jail and is out of jail and is now fully gay out. And he was like, yeah, "Yeah, he just got in there and found out he liked it. And I said, mm, yeah, so I'm sorry, boo, but I'm pretty sure your friend was probably gay the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he just didn't want to tell you. And he knows that as a hetero man, you want to believe that he just got turned gay in jail because he doesn't want to have the other conversation with you where you're questioning, oh, so when we was at the pool together as kids, you were gay. When we were in the locker room together, you were gay. When we was doing this together, he doesn't want to have that conversation. And he knows that you want to believe, oh, I got turned out in jail. So that's what he's telling you. But ain't no way, boy, to me. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. I'm not saying that there aren't things that like there's aren't exclusions, there aren't exceptions, there's not that. But I that trope to me is always bothersome because I see it used a lot in the hetero community to excuse away someone being gay. Me personally. I agree. And I think like to me, I, I, I'm I'm gonna use a metaphor like I think for some people, like there's certain foods, for instance, I don't know, I like, like came to America because I just wasn't exposed, mm-hmm, you know? Right. It's just like mm-hmm. what I was told to eat was a certain thing. And then I come to America, I'm like, oh, I actually prefer that to this. And so I think if we understand that sexuality is a spectrum, I do mm-hmm. think that what's actually happening is that it's giving an environment where you can explore parts of your sexuality and it won't be judged or it won't be like looked at in a certain kind of way. It's kind of like a bubble. And then I think it gives the, maybe not courage, but like, I think it just, it's just a, a situation of exposure, but I agree with you. I don't think people can get turned gay because of jail. And I, I personally don't think that that's what it was with murder at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think so at all. Me neither. That's why I had to get from Facebook on the Twitter and meet these people because they were crazy over on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> about me, Valley, it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think because I, I do think like to York's point about like, oh, if I'm entering, I'm not gay. 
it's like it is interesting that people will say like oh yeah that was just in a jail setting and i'm like hmm, I, I i don't know i don't know i think that was just a setting that wasn't judging you is mm-hmm. what i think exactly mm-hmm. that part that that's for me what i think it is you're going into an environment where a lot of men that's the environment it's mm-hmm. acceptable yeah. for them to be free in order to do mm-hmm. that without judgment you come out in this world and it is full of hate <clears throat> and judgment and you're not able to be yourselves but then you can go into a a space where there is none you come out and you're like hey i'm i'm gay and they're like what nigga oh yeah, yeah. jail did that it's like mm-hmm. sure okay that wasn't the case the whole time but you know it's unfortunate and i agree i don't think that was the case with murder murder's story is complicated i think that's we why have so much to find out <laughs> i know that's Saying murder, we still trying to figure out the sex work part. Sex work. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has sex work in his past, the gang life, the everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single thing. So, I mean, I think that's what makes him um, such a great character. I want to bring up some of the flags that um, Ja had mentioned about. I guess this is not a. This, green flags y'all do have green flags on the show yeah. we do yeah you, you do have green flags <laughs> now at the very end you know what <laughs> those are the small successes yeah. that were yeah. present <laughs> um i don't know if this would be just what is your opinion Haley initially leaving mercedes and then coming back for her, like, uh, oh, <laughs> wait, who made that noise? What? I mean, you know, your your friend. Listen, your friend. Friend is so much. That's putting so yeah. much on there. Okay, a lot of yeah. heavy lifting. Now, yeah. <laughs> your, your homie, your 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 uh, mm-hmm. your sidekick. Uh, what it is, Kylie. <laughs> Your colleague, yes, yeah, 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 your thong duo, your partner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she came back for you though, it took her a minute because she thought about it and she came back. Can I ask a clarifying question? Because I was re watching and then I was like, was something wrong with her keys? Okay, because it looked like she got in that car. She struggled with her keys, and then I was like, "There's something not worse. She lost the keys or something. She had the right one. That's no, why she couldn't that's take That's the only reason why she went in. I'm just. No, I could buy it. it. I can see it. it. Okay, okay. I was just. That's why I had to clarify. Oh, just, that's what it was. Sure. Okay. With the guilty conscience, okay. I shouldn't do this. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. Okay. You got to have me go back and look. Like what I know. I'm like, wait. Did my battery fall? Wait I don't have minute. quite enough time to cut no. it out, but yeah. Was that why? Okay. All right. Zach was giving Montavious red because first of all, Mercedes did not have to go into that room. 
Yep. Mercedes, and, and they weren't even that close. Mercedes saw a danger. She put herself in the line of fucking fire for you. And the last image you saw was this abusive man that you know, hands around her, and you're like, sis, thank you for your services. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) And and like, sure, she came back. But you know what they say, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Believe them. The first time. And the first, her first thing was to bounce. And I'm just like, that was shady. But if I'm to give her empathy, she just got triggered. I think she got triggered. And what Haley knows how to do is run. That's what she does when she's triggered. And so I think we can give her a little gold running and coming back. She made it all the way to the car. That was far. She got dressed. She left the clothes. She went dressed. Got in, closed the door, and put the keys in the ignition before she she was like, oh. Maybe I shouldn't let my friend die. Like last night on the timeline, I was like, um, hey, baby, it's been five minutes. It was more than five minutes to get dressed. So yeah. if Montavious yeah. had been really on his shit, she yeah. would have came back to, it would have been Mercedes in a pool of blood red. Yeah. <laughs> because. Yeah. Right? And then she had to come all the way back, move through the people in the crowd and get back to the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I have a question for everybody. Would you have left or would you have immediately gone back? Would you have, okay, if you wouldn't have left, would you have thought about leaving? Would you have left and would you have gone back if you had got all the way to your car? Mm-hmm. What do you mean Very left? Like, I wouldn't have left. Left right. out the I would have went to go get Big no, out the room, of course. Somebody. Well, would you have left the club? Like, would you have done all that? Would you have even thought about, I just gonna get the hell out of here? I'm trying to think of the colleague that would be equal. <laughs> because that's where the rubber meets the road when you get specific. Uh, that point. But they have become friends. I don't they think have I been sharing should. about their daughters and living together. Because even if I didn't like you, I can't stand your ass. But you came in this room to save yes. me. Yeah. You can't right. bend me out and contemplate leaving yeah. you. I couldn't do it that. So, it, it almost makes it worse because yep. we're not close and you put yourself. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. I, I would have to go get help. Yeah. I would have, I would have, but he did to looking for drugs so yeah he was yeah i don't know yeah i would have got somebody i i wouldn't have i would never have thought to leave because i immediately would have been like she she don't even really fuck with me like that (laughs) she came in here to try to save me like there's Mm -hmm. no way i could even thought about it and i probably would have got reinforcements like as soon as i saw i didn't have my gun I would have went and got some men. Like I thought it was either way. I thought it was stupid her going back in the room by herself. Yeah. Because you and Mercedes weren't able to take him down before you left out the room. So what's going to happen? You don't have a gun, a knife, a bat, a pot, (laughs) nothing. You can we we talk about this real quick? When Mercedes took that bottle and decided to get crazy with it. And she broke it first. Shouldn't Bruh. she have broke it over his head? Thank you. Thank you. Yes. 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 Why is she always breaking bottles? That's her move. But 
It yeah. never works out. How don't you? How don't you take it to the neck? Like I'm not understanding. Why are we not breaking a bottle and? Like, I don't understand. Carotid artery. Why are we not killing motherfuckers with the glass? I don't understand. <laughs> but that's where I the think... hit on the head because she broke she would break it on the head, then you slit his neck. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't it's understand. A little discombobulated. No, I don't understand how we got a whole ass motherfucking kitchen and you ain't went to go get a knife. How are you not exactly. how are you coming back into that's the room? Saying, it's no weapon. No, no, not you didn't go, you didn't go you get the niggas. Can we go get the whole club? How you don't get no How you don't get no hot grease? I know that's hot grease on that stove. I know that's hot grease on that stove. That birthday's hot wing grease is in the back. I know it is. How are we not burning niggas' faces? How are we not killing them? Oh, Lord Jesus. I just want to die, Nobody. I just thought of something. Do you think if she had found the gun, she would have gone back? Well, that's what her initial, I yeah. think her initial mm-hmm. plan was she was going to get the gun, go back and shoot him. Well, I, see, I, I don't do, know because she changed well, clothes. Do you know? She changed, she changed clothes. clothes. She changed clothes first. She didn't go for that gun first. Well, maybe she didn't think she could, maybe she didn't think she could properly execute him in the, in her flaws. And her no, claws and her heels. With her titties swinging around. Because remember, she ain't no. had no shirt on. Like, no, no. <laughs> Damn it. Like, you can't she, fight with your titties. No, she had to put her little thing back on. Her little no. thing that she if had If she bedazzled. wanted to do that, she could have got to that locker, threw on her Converse, grabbed that gun, and went back to that room. She put on jeans, sweaters, right. earrings. <laughs> really yeah. She yeah. straightened out her hair and everything in the bathroom yeah. here. Mm-hmm. She, she was not concerned. Well, <laughs> to answer your question about Mercedes is the, the bottle. I actually think Mercedes is scared to kill someone, which is why I think the Montavia thing wants her so much. I mm. think she's trying to cause like, ooh, like she's kind of, her bark is sometimes bigger than her bite. And so I think she was trying to scare him mm. and let them go. But I think it's actually really hard for her mm. to like kill, which is why I think you see in season two how much it haunts her. Because I mm-hmm. also know that that's something Katori is really like mm-hmm. passionate about. It's, it, it's not like people don't just kill and move on with life because that's a stereotype about like, you know, mm-hmm. black communities. Like we just do, 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 okay. And, and it's like, right. no, there's, there's like mental trauma that happens. There's like a price to pay for this. It, it, it's it's not just the action movie. And so mm-hmm. I think for your question, as much as we're like, yeah, just, just do the thing. I think it's like, it's scary. Mm-hmm. I, I guess for me, uh, it would have been to knock him out with the, because those bottles are heavy at the, at the bottom. So if you, if you take that to the temple and you get a good swing back and you hit that to the temple, it, in, my, in my thought process, it would have knocked him out, allowing them to run out. Nobody would have had to die. He might have had to, some, some, some brain damage, but um, that, that would have been my, my way of doing it. But I see what you're you saying. Yeah, the knocking him out, that's my thing. I wouldn't have necessarily been trying to kill him, but we got to at least get him incapacitated so we mm-hmm. get the fuck out of yeah. here. And right. then, hey, y'all, like Diamond, Big L, it's something y'all need to take care of in the VIP. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. They could have gone because he told Haley he had people out there watching. He clearly didn't because it's months. 
what five six months before anybody from delta devoted even comes to find out what happened to him so he obviously yeah. was going on a very emotional mission he didn't mm -hmm. think nothing he probably didn't expect to find Haley with people like he was probably expecting to just find her and be able to overtake her so he didn't really plan it out really well at all mm -hmm. exactly yeah. so i think this is a perfect time to segue into rating this episode i'm so impressed okay <laughs> okay you guys so y'all already know what time it is oh my god the difficulty of it all i know let Jiggy. me give the ratings out first okay, okay. <laughs> if you don't let me if you don't let me finish my little cute intro because i had to shade Jiggy okay, first give me, give me the cute why are you intro? shading me what i did i wanted i wanted to shade Jiggy and say we don't know where murder night's gonna land but i think i kind of know where murder night gonna land but jiggy paying attention why oh yeah okay. well come on in let's right. go so these is the ratings one mic is unks chicken and dressing two <laughs> mics is sit on my lap slaw three mics is ernestine snack bones now some of y'all might disagree but it's a three on this show. Some of y'all probably would give it a one, but it's three mics for us. Four <laughs> mics is lemon wet, but we had to throw in wig wings because you know Jiggy and Ja do not like lemon pepper wet for whatever reason. Don't. And five mics is murder's poke chops, collard greens, candy cans, and cornbread. These are the right. Love it. <laughs> I like a little dry lemon pepper just to throw it in, but not, not wet. Yeah, I like no dry. lemon. Yeah. Have you had lemon pepper wet, Kimmy? I have, but I like it dry. Mm -hmm. mm, I don't yeah. feel like the lemon pepper sticks to the wings well when it's dry. Ooh, it yeah. It does. I agree. Yeah. I'm in Atlanta well. too, so maybe I've been having the wrong lemon peppers. <laughs> <laughs> And go to sharks and get your lemon pepper dry. Ooh, sharks. And sharks. Mm -hmm. Captain so, Hook or somebody like that. Well, see, I never, I, I was like Harold's and Uncle Remus and stuff when I lived in Chicago. I never, lemon pepper, like party wings is not really a big thing I did in Chicago. That's more of an Atlanta thing, like lemon pepper and stuff like that. I go get fried chicken with mild sauce and the mild mm -hmm. sauce gets on the bread mm. just the and right. The fries. Y'all need to have voodoo fries anyway. Um, is that a Houston fries. thing? So tell us about that. Yeah, tell us about <laughs> the, the voodoo fries. Enlighten us. Maybe that's a little Creole Houston Cajun thing. I don't know. But is does it sound good, right? Yeah. So it has like she, it's like Cajun fries. It has the Cajun seasoning on the fries, and then it has cheese and it has ranch dressing. I had the Nola. You had it? Yeah. Nola, yeah. 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 So good. it's voodoo fries. But okay. So usually I start off rating the episode, but last week I did any, mini, mighty, mo. So since we have guests, 
I'm gonna let York do it. Oh yeah. What I what I rated me myself personally. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's time for you to rate the episode, sir. I'm, I'm gonna give it five mics. I you know I thoroughly enjoyed it. Endured it. I thoroughly <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed really? it. Oh, you look so shocked. Really, this is interesting. Can we clarify? What are we rating? Are we rating like just the episode? Just like you like? Did we enjoy it? Like, oh, okay, got it. How much enjoyed it or didn't enjoy it or you know somewhere in between? Five mics, okay. I'm gonna give it five mics. I'm gonna tell you why. Break it down. One, my best friend works on the show. That's number one. Number two. It was, it was, it was such a, it was, it, it brought up so much conversation. We watched it again yesterday uh-huh. and it brought up so much conversation in the watching of it. And that to me is a really successful episode when you're sparking conversation with the audience. I also thought it was a great ride, a great journey. I was, I was scared for the characters. There was some some tough moments in the you know the Uncle uh, Clifford and Murder having their little moment. It just it had it had all of the right. All it was a really great finale. Like mm-hmm. the end of the season, it was like okay, I got to come back for season two, which yeah. I think is the definition for me of a successful uh, episode mm-hmm. slash finale. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was great. Okay, I agree. All right, Kimmy. No, I have to go last because I work on the show. Okay, man. Okay. <laughs> it's a five mic episode for me. It's a five mic. I I could, if I was gonna give it less than five, it'd be like a four point eight. But it wouldn't be too much lower than that. It's one of my. It's probably in my top five episodes. I haven't done my list yet. I keep saying I'm going to, I know but I would definitely put it in my top five episodes. <sighs> What you got, Koji? Right. No, I'm <laughs> not. I'm, we waiting. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you today, Jiggy, because you're playing with your earring. And I know that. <laughs> that means. I'm just trying to hear me. what you about to no, say. No, because we do this every week. You've already written out your whole list. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where this one lands for you. And so I feel the judgment. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So this episode, it had all the spices for me, okay? Mm-hmm. It, 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 it really did have everything I needed in life. Um, I didn't feel like things were missing, okay? I didn't feel like things were missing. I didn't feel like I wanted more or characters were pissing me off. Like everything was placed so well. The only thing I didn't need was Rome. Okay. But he's a part of the story. So fine. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was done perfectly. But was it a five mic? Is it in my top five? Jiggy? <laughs> Why am I in it? <laughs> was it in my top five i would say murder night is in my top five okay. and i'm giving this episode a 4.5 mm. 
you said all that like I was gonna be shady, but we kind of got the close a close rating. It's not in my top five for me. It's about number eight or nine, but I gave it like a four point two. It can't for me. It can't be five mics because there's only can be three five mic episodes, and that's the top three episodes of the show. Anything mm. outside the top three for me can't be mm-hmm. five mics. Mm-hmm. But I love this episode, and it's bunched in with a couple of episodes that kind of change in rating depending on when I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. Like the, the episodes that are like four through eight, it's in there. It's there mm-hmm. with the death drop and it's there with, you know, those kinds yes. of crap and things exactly. like that. It's a great, great season finale. It made you wait enthusiastically for, for season uh, two. Those two years was a long ass time after this episode. Great episode. So... For my four and a half, four point two three in there for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a four, and I'll tell you why. Um, for all the reasons everyone said, as far as what's in the episode, the highs, the lows, the action, the the, the anticipation that you you know left with mm-hmm. masterpiece. You know what I'm saying? But this episode, when I first watched it, stressed me the fuck out i was like oh my god the whole time my anxiety was through the roof so it was one of the episodes that went before we were you know when i was personally re-watching season one over and over again mm-hmm. um that i sometimes most of the time um avoided because it just had my blood pressure up to here and mm-hmm. the only part that i really wanted to see was um Lil Murda and uncle clifford in the office because everything else and then even that, like I had secondhand embarrassment from the the first um, from the um the VIP room scene. Like it just yeah. had my pressure up, and so it used to be a three emotionally because it had my pressure up, but developmentally it's a five. <laughs> so I'm gonna just be up in the middle because now that we rewatch it and dig all deep, now I'm all like, oh yeah, it was real good. But baby, I had to go to therapy after. Uh, you I'm have said about that episode. <laughs> John, you have said that you needed to go to therapy for this show. For this specific episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Kimmy, as as a writer on the show, I know yeah. it's tough. It is you tough. know. I, I think Jiggy helped me because she said they can only be three five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it falls in my top three episodes. My top three episodes, I'd say, are 206, 205, and this one. Um, okay. Really? 206, 205, and 108. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But again, I'm looking at it as a writer, and I think why this is a five mic is. People don't understand, 50 pages is not a lot. And Katori's ability to tie all these storylines into making your heart race was, I think, a masterpiece. Like like how the Keyshawn thing came out, the like episode seven, having this beautiful moment with Uncle Clifford Mm -hmm. and murder, and then like for this to be the downfall the Haley thing. I just think that as a writer, I watch it and I'm like, wow, she mm-hmm. really like 
built it up to the thing where now I'm stressed and waiting for season two. And to be honest, like this is the episode that made me want to write on the show. And really? So it's a five mic for me. I love that. Okay. Yeah. I love yeah. that, Kimmy. Oh, wow. I was, stressed. I was stressed just like you. Like mm-hmm. for me, whenever I'm stressed, that's an indicator that it's a good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, so I have a question uh, before we move on. So when you say it made you want to write on the show, how did you start writing on the show? So I was writing on another show that, anyway, I was writing on the show. (laughs) Okay. And it was also on Stars. And so a lot of the execs had like sent my staff secretary and um, we, uh, I had a lot of people like, you should write on the show, you should write on the show. And so uh, Katori read my sample, called me in, um, but it was the meeting with her. She's very, just, I always say I work for showrunners, not shows. Hmm. And I just knew I would learn so much from this woman. And I knew that I would be changed by being in her environment. Hmm. And so it was like the best showrunner meeting I had. And then that's a job. Wow. I love that. Okay, then. Well, before we move in, move on, you already know it's time for the drop. Hey, family, if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, do us a favor and follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you're on Spotify, make sure you press those three dots and hit us with that five-star rating. If you're on Apple Podcasts and have a little extra time, have the rating us five stars, leave us a written review as well. If you're watching in full HD on YouTube, rate, subscribe, then tell us what you think in the comments. Last but not least, be sure to check out our website at pinkstudy.com for original articles and exclusive content. A little little jingle? Yo! (laughs) (laughs) I'm so impressed. (laughs) Oh, love it. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you so much. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, we be on them conference calls for a reason. Okay, there we, there we, okay, there we. Yep. Listen. All right then. So, next up, saints or ain'ts. Okay, so this is how we do saint or ain't. We're going to give scenarios and the person, the main person that we're giving the scenario for in the saint or ain't, we trying to decide, do you think that they are a saint for how they handled the situation or are they an ain't for how they handled the situation? And then Ja has a special cu- category called sa-ain'ts. When they're kind of in the middle. When they're kind of in the middle and you don't have them one way or another. So the first one is Big L trying to save the club by being the plug. Do you think Big L is a Saints or an Aints? So 
Okay. It's one of those situations of what's that saying about good intentions? All the roads to hell. Roads, roads, all the roads paved are paved with good intentions. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. But the heart is not the same. It's just in the direction of aim. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He meant well, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think if he would have been able to save the club with this. I um like would he have been able to get the amount of money that Uncle Clifford needed in time by doing what he did with Duffy? And I don't think so. Mm -hmm. So if I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him an eight. I think he was just doing shit at this point. And then when the shootout happens, he runs the opposite direction because he knows he got three strikes. I love Big L, but okay, sir, you should have been in the office helping these girls. They ain't getting their ass whooped. You not where you supposed to be. He's nobody's watching these cameras. Yep. Nobody. Yeah. Big L's an aim oh. for me. So I give Big L an aim for this specifically because I don't feel like that was his reason for being the plug. Like, I feel like it sounded good. Like, when Duffy was like, so what, what are you going to tell Uncle Clifford if she find out that you're doing this? I'm going to tell her that you saved me once. Let me save you. I feel like that's how he rationalized it in his mind. Like, yeah. that I'm going against her rules, but I'm not. Because when she comes, I'm going to be like, see all this money I got for us? But I don't think that that's why. I think he was doing it. I think it was very self-preservation, which... I guess there's a little sut ain't ish in there because self-preservation mm -hmm. should be top line for everybody in any mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. But I just don't feel like that's why he did this. I think it was the club about to close down. I need another option. This is an option I'm taking. Now, do I think that he would have helped her if she needed it? Absolutely. But I don't think that's why he's doing it. Mm. So I'm going to give Big L an eight. And I would have see in the season one, he would have been the same. Something about the way that the end of season two played out got me side eyeing the fuck out of Big L. Like I'm not really sure about this guy anymore. So I'm I'm leaning towards because like you stated, he wouldn't have got the money in time to save the club any fucking way. So I really think he owns some other shit. That was just to make Duffy feel better a little bit about getting in on the bullshit. And so, because um, in, in season two, he still wasn't trying to get, like, did he get any money between then and there? Like, what's happening? Big L, I'm side-eyeing him. He getting an eight from me. Yeah. I think my issue really is not seeing any goddamn cash. Like, where the money at? <laughs> I don't, I don't know how much money coming in, sweetie. So if I don't see any stacks, you know, I mean, I really don't have an opinion to know what's the reward. Like you're risking a lot here because um, Unc has done a lot for you. Like she's always saying, who going to hire big ass? Like apparently you just can't get a job nowhere else. Like, I mean, there's just... <laughs> I mean, obviously, 
I mean, the bank is all you can. I mean, that's it. So it's like you're risking a lot doing this because you know that there's no selling drugs. There's not this. You are risking everything, right? Hiding this. So it's like I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing the. The risk. I, I don't know how much money is this. Like Jiggy said, how much are you gonna make? Is it enough to save the club? Because I think, honestly, I feel like if Big L had a had the stacks, the amount that she needed, even though she doesn't want that in the club, I don't think she would turn it away. Like if he had the money that she needed. I mean, I think she'd be like, what the fuck, Big L? But shit, yeah, let's pay this motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. Go ahead, York, what you think? Um, I'm, I'm going to agree with everybody here and give it an eight uh, <laughs> for all the reasons you stated. This is kind of petty. I just, he should have been watching them cameras. People getting their ass whooped in this room. <laughs> And had you just been doing what you were supposed to do, or if you had run out and did, did this little thing and then come back and watch the cameras, we could have avoided all of this mess. So it's an ain't just based on the cameras alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, okay, so Haley using her money to save the club. Y'all, is she a saint? on ain't now this one right here that that's a big one who yeah what you think kimmy it's tricksy for me it's very tricksy it's like the opposite of big al right it's like i feel like big al had good intentions but it was just like the wrong road whereas Haley, i'm like Disguise, you know what I mean? Like it's an ain't disguised as a saint. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. I just never trusted that girl. You know, I just never mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't trust her. And I mm-hmm. think that I mean we see even in season two how like she, it's not giving saint behavior, you know? And so I I I'ma give it an ain't. Mm. It's I'm difficult gonna... for me to Ooh, ever call Haley a saint. Yeah. Um, even though, I mean, she did something good for the club, but it's Haley, so I can't. It's like, at this point, what else is she going to do? She doesn't have anywhere else to go. So she, she, and like Uncle Clifford said in season two, you better have saved this damn club. These people yeah. just risked their lives for you and helped yeah. you when they halfway don't damn like you. So, yeah, she had no choice, but she still didn't have good intentions. So she has to be an ain't for me. I, I can't see any reason for me to ever call Haley a saint. So, yeah, yeah she's definitely an ain't. Oh, yeah, I, I, just, I just don't. I, I, I agree with Kimmy. I don't trust her. Never mm-hmm. have. And it's it just seems like she's so out for herself and so manipulative that it's just like, ain't nothing, ain't nothing good gonna come from this. You you only looking out for you. So it's ain't for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. 
I think yeah. he was supposed to think she was going towards sainthood, but the signs were there. She gets a big ain't from me because the signs were there. <laughs> like from the, the first conversation, flag. you know. Yeah. It's always fuck Haley, except every, you know, I sprinkle it a little. Oh, okay. That was cute or whatever. <laughs> okay. So we have a comment from Trail the Truth at YouTube. She had malicious intentions and she knew she did definitely. So she's definitely an ape, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'll co sign with her being an ape all day, every day. Um, even in her thong on the worst day. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to move on to (laughs) Andre letting Haley win the bid for the club since we are there. How do y'all feel about that? Because he know that phone, that he picked up that phone. He was like, hello, hello. And he was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was nailing his ugly ass wife to the bed and bore bore. So, what do y'all think about that? He went against his granddaddy on that one. This one is hard for me because. The going against God Daddy and all that to me mm-hmm. is kind of ain't behavior because of how much Tydell had been there for Andre. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, like in life, your loyalty should be to Tydell and not to this chick that you just met. And like at this point, have they like semi fucked? They haven't actually fucked oh. yet. Right? Oh, them titties like, just grazed him a little bit. That's all. He ain't getting nothing. Yeah. They did politics, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. So, like, you dry hump and stuff like that. Yes, the priorities <laughs> are just not in the right places. Like, in like, oh. it's cute. Like, it could be considered cute, but it's not because you literally went against the man that funded your education, was telling you you could be president when everybody was telling you you can't be that, like brought you into this deal when he didn't have to. I'm sure as sure. the mayor, Tydell knows a million other lawyers, a million other people that could have done it, but he very specifically brought you back because he loves you and he wanted you to be a part, make the 5% commission, do all that. So to go right. against that person for this chick you just met, that's ain't behavior to me all day, every day. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, Tia, you <laughs> slid, chick. Okay, girl. <laughs> ooh, sis, I don't want to come behind you on that. I guess I'll have to. I agree with you, girl. Damn. Yeah. Um, what's up, Jiggy to the left? What you got? <laughs> oh, he's definitely an ain't. Like, uh, there's no reason for him to be a saint here. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. there's no excuse of he's trying to keep a small business in the community. None of that. You right. just because you was trying to fuck and you you didn't want her to go nowhere. That, that's all that that was. So, and your wife is sitting right here next to you. Home ass wife. Right next to you. Mm, no, you ain't ain't all day. But what you hey? Do y'all know what uh, Tia called his wife? <laughs> what? Suck a dick, MD. <laughs> <laughs> you got her lips back. I, I'm okay with her. 
<laughs> okay, wait, wait, York, that's not your best friend, is it? Who? Okay, sir. My best friend is Kimmy. My best friend on the show? No, because you remember you said your best friend work on the show, and I said, oh, Lord, you didn't call the best friend. Kimmy. Suck it, Dean. It's Kimmy. Kimmy. Koji. Lord. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Why? 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 Why did Now I do have another friend on the show, but he's in season two. John Stewart. Oh my god! But I. Ooh. But no, we we talk about. No. <laughs> no. No. Morocco. And also, Morocco. Yeah. Big Ellis. Oh, I knew about Kimmy. Hello. I thought you was talking about <laughs> an actor. You asked the question. <laughs> Ooh, bitch. I thought he was talking about an actor when we was talking about the actor. And then no. I asked you about the actor. And bitch, you said sucker MD. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Listen, I'm sick of y'all hoes. Can we move on? I tried to slide on so we could take the pressure off. So I'll pick it up. Um, where are we at? We still on Saint Eight, right? Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, I really don't know what his intentions are. So I, I agree. I feel like his loyalty should have been, but I also think he knows that his god daddy is doing some underhanded, unscrupulous shit his morals on the line, but this ain't had shit to do with none of that. I think he was afraid that if he fucked with Haley a little bit, because now he's like, who the fuck are you? Like, you was just some poor stripper bitch I was trying to fuck on yesterday. Now you got 250k. Like, I don't understand. So, before I think I'm winning, and you come over here and tell my wife what the business is, let me, because it was like a last minute kind of like, oh, shit. So, he getting a ain't because I don't even know what the, I don't even know what his intentions are. Fuck you, Andre. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Still looking out though. <laughs> okay. Still looking out though. <laughs> yes. So fuck you, Andre. <laughs> and with that, we're going to move on. Tia. <laughs> What, are we moving on? what else do we have? <laughs> What's the next thing? <laughs> hey, P Valley family. Make sure you're also tapping into our newest ARC rewatch every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Details will be on both our Twitter and IG pages. Make sure you're following us and use hashtag newest ARC rewatch. Baby. Okay. I hate us. But anyway, so just These to remind much smoother than they normally are. Though. Just to remind y'all, no, when I say I hate us, I mean I hate me. Anyway, so just to remind y'all that we are on break. Thank you, Lord. Okay. For and we will return for jumping the broom. Correct, ladies? Jumping the broom. When are we returning? Next week, July 11th. Okay, July 11th. 10 p.m. Eastern. Yes, 10 p.m. Eastern. Okay, so now it's time for what you said.
I get so caught up in the jingles. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so in what you said, what we do is we go over some rewatch tweets. We're going to put them up on the screen, read them, and then share our opinions. We have a bunch in here, but we're only going to do a couple. We were rewatching it up. (laughs) How many are in here? Oh, my God. (laughs) But let me go. This is the one that I want to do first. So, tomatoes. Tomato, tomato, tomato. So, Chunky Falunky. Happy birthday, Chunky Falunky. Happy birthday, Chunky. Happy birthday. Pink Posse, whose birthday is today. I didn't even listen to Screaming Murder because of these damn push ups, the absolute audacity. (laughs) And I'll add, if niggas don't have shit, they have the audacity. audacity. (laughs) And then a tornado, it's all love. Uh, she's not Tornado now. She's uh, Tori. That's Tori. Tori, yeah, Tori now. I don't know what the name is now, though. But it's Boo, get off the stage. Tomato, tomato, tomato. And then John Tisha said, I wish Cliff wasn't busy because why the fuck is Lamarcus still there and performing in the club? Oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. That's you know, sis is really a good woman. That's that's a good woman, like for real. Because you did her like that, and she said, "I'ma still let you perform. I'ma still let you shine." That that's a good woman. I'ma still let you shine, even though you hurt my feelings. I'ma still let you get on my stage and do motherfucking push-ups. Cause see, somebody <laughs> like me, I'd have been and swept your ass like Karate Kid. And but anyway, y'all can. I add. know. I know. Is when I first watched this, I remember I was like, he came out, and I was like, I had you know how I'd be like my ADHD, pretty butterfly. I mean, like, yeah, and all yeah. this other stuff. My attention span is trash. Yeah. So like, I walked away, came back. I was like, is he? doing push-ups on the stage why yeah. why ain't got no shirt on what why is he looking in the camera what is going on yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. so like what's happening and then screaming murder like i told y'all all the time i couldn't even listen to that nope. every time it came on the soundtrack because i was like what is oh this is the push-up song fast forward <laughs> <laughs> so i was like you are not on my good on stage Doing push-ups after you just acted a whole act. Why are you in this club right now? Let alone doing push-ups shirtless on stage, looking in the camera, rapping. What is going on? So much go on. I, I... Mm-mm. this show would have to end. <laughs> in both those situations, I would still perform. Because I'm not about to like leave, and also it's like mutually beneficial. Because like the more hype the club is, the more drinks you're selling, the more you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, okay. And I'm, I'm also that chick where I'm never gonna let you know how pissed I am. So I feel like like with, like with Uncle Clifford, once I have my say, I'm gonna leave you guessing as to how pissed I am. And Uncle well, Clifford is is faster because he's like me. So I just feel like she she's not gonna be like get off my stage. It's like okay, continue, get on my stage, cook, 
I feel like she holds more power that way. And she left them on red for six months. So yeah, yeah you're right. I always yeah. you right. Yeah. She passively yeah. aggressively left them don't, on red for six months. Oh my money. god. Yeah. That is very true. Okay. Let's see. What's the next one? All right. I think this is the one I want to do. Um, Quita says, mm. do y'all think Mississippi was just using murder in the beginning? Mm. Yeah, I think he was just capitalizing. Yeah. It was mm -hmm. mutually beneficial. I think they were using each other. I, yeah. I don't know if I would say yeah. anything, but yeah, I get the word. They were, they were helping each other out to me. Yeah. But she did come at it like, I saw y'all. So we don't have each other. So I don't know that murder had a choice in that situation. Mm. I just think it worked out for murder because they ended up being like brother and sister. But she very much was yes. like, you want to do something for me? Don't you worry about that. It was giving soft blackmail. <laughs> soft blackmail, Kimmy. So gray mail? could be made for her being with Derek originally being self-serving but we're not in that um I know that's <laughs> not in that segment right now. I was just fixing up I was like oh Kimmy wait stay there and then I was like oh god we don't have that much time yeah, we're not in that segment yeah. right now yeah. Yeah. okay okay so um mm, let's get it going because we about to get into the what ladies the bottom <laughs> bit Oh, wait, oh, I have one more okay. that I wanted to put up. You have okay. one more? Okay, girl. Because, okay. you know, it's mine. It's yours. <laughs> I cannot stay this girl. Bye, Tia. Bye, Tia. So. I know that's right. Girl, that's you, are, don't, you are, don't encourage her. I know that's so right. I Speak the truth. If I had it been me in there, I'd have said, you want to act like that when you had my Period. dick in your mouth down by the water a minute ago? Smell <laughs> your breath. And that's that, that selective again. memory. That's that selective memory. <laughs> and sometimes you have to refresh. <laughs> refresh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my like, you God. You remember down by the water when you was, you was blowing the smoke in my mouth? You, you remember? He really, yeah. he really was, though. He was. You know, I just like to adjust my initial thing on that moment. I do okay. think it's a red flag. I do think it's a red flag because okay. I'm, just, I'm just thinking, hmm. that murder promise, and it was just a hand. How are you going to, you can't even deliver. 
on a quarter of those things. Just a hand and your panic. Hello. That's what we was trying to tell you, Kimmy. <laughs> you know what? I, I think I not, once you... I may not know when you need me, but I will come. Once we jogged her memory about the stars and all that happened down by yeah, the water, maybe. it was like, wait yeah. a Mississippi minute. Yes. <laughs> this yeah. was Girl. like right after, uh-uh, because yeah. the stars had yeah. us all swooning. Yeah, and we acted a whole ass in that VIP. I promise you, that would have been me. Yeah. Like, uh, 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 no, then, the water. <laughs> yeah, and then, and, then, and, then, and say that again. And then he talking about this is Uncle uh, Prentice Pecan whiskey, like just giving her all the little specialties yeah. and blowing the smoke in the mouth and rubbing on her dick and just all kinds of stuff. Like it's just that's how they get you. <laughs> that's how they get you next thing you know you're shuffling through LA in your house shoes mumbling the nigga's name don't know what's going on so you heard it's right. I've, I've heard from you so you know. heard, so heard. wait a minute it's, 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 it's giving no way is the you person said, with the house shoes you said house now? shoes <laughs> Uh-huh. The person with the house shoes here with us now? <laughs> Giving the call that's coming from within the house. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. But it's fine. We're not here for that. Okay, but, but, for that. you in a bathrobe, though. Like, was it just giving house shoes, robe? Like, oh, baby, it was sad. It's huh? giving Mary J. Blige, I'm going down. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, everybody here has had a house shoes moment. Don't have me out here feeling like. Oh, yeah, we yeah. have. We yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. Might, might be Jiggy. Because Jiggy is that cut off is quick. Yeah, Jiggy. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jiggy. <laughs> Now listen, one thing about Jiggy, baby, she get one, no, she get not even a pink flag. It, it's just like. She got Jiggy out. with it. She like, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, no. It don't, it don't even have to be a pink flag, honey. I don't even know what kind of flag it is, but she be done by. What you said, uh, Jiggy, as soon as it's irritation or just you anything. Get on my nerves, I can go. Yeah. <laughs> now, before we move on to the last segment, I did have a question for York. So, you were an actor originally, and then yes. you kind of happened into playwriting because you wrote a play about a creature in the 60s that was openly gay or something like that. Yeah, come on, research. Um, That's yes. a little. Um, yeah. So- <laughs> We're trying to steal our codes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I so when I was in grad school with Kimmy, I was in the process of coming out and I didn't know what to do with all this, like because I grew up in a very religious household. Uh, and so I didn't know what to do with being gay and like how what my relationship with God was gonna be now. And so I wrote this play about a uh, preacher in the 60s who was gay and was the head of this church. And then the one lover that he's ever had comes to town at the beginning of the play to try to make things right so they can be together. And it sets off all of these 
different events. Um, well, yeah, that was my first play, and that was I the thing that, that got me into writing. Yeah, when I'm like, dang, I need to see that. Yeah, it's like, my favorite it play. Been, like, like <laughs> have you produced it ever, or you just wrote it in? I, we it's it's had some workshops, but I actually turned it into a TV show, and it's my sample now. So it got me my first writing a job on TV, and I'm hopingly we can get it made. Yes, um, that's yeah. amazing. That's I amazing. That. That's yeah, amazing. When I heard that, I was like, wait. And I'm like looking up, trying to find it. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And I was like, well, I'm just going to have to ask him when we get on the that's show. That's amazing. <laughs> and I just want to. His other play is going to be opening Covenant. in New York. That's what I was just fixing to ask you about and tell you congratulations because Thank you so we much. are on air. Congratulations for Thank the Covenant. You. It's thank opening you, you, this you. fall at the Roundabout yes. Theater in New York. Yes. So proud of you. So, thank you so yeah, much. I'm very excited. It's my it's my first production. So it's first it's production. it's gonna be it's gonna be good. So it's if you're in New York, come on out. I know. Happen to be in the area. I know. <laughs> time it comes I know. We've, we've <laughs> talked about we've talked about that being our girl trip actually mm -hmm. look at jiggy oh, over there uh, why are you acting like we ain't talked about that i did not say that she didn't say <laughs> that. I, I ain't open my mouth i'm just sitting here <laughs> <laughs> anyway if we are there we will be Listen, coming to see you please mm -hmm. do yes, absolutely yes. it's yes. a good time okay so we have to decide who's the what tia The bottom bitch. So basically, right. the bottom bitch is how it sounds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> who do we get? Basically, who won the episode? Our version of who won the episode. So I don't know about, I don't know if I, I don't know who mine is for this one. Mm -hmm. Who won? I had something crazy think... last night and I'm trying to remember. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give it to Mercedes. I feel like she really did not have to go in there and for many reasons and and the fact that she went there to me shows that like despite whatever had gone on between them she was gonna have this woman's back so i'm gonna give it to mercedes and then her mama played her like that at the end you know i'm gonna give it to mercedes she's going through so much and she didn't have to do it and she did it for this other chick i'm gonna give it to her i love i love a girl's girl that, yeah, I'm a I'm gonna give it to Uncle Clifford because of the simple fact she was the only one watching them cameras. You and these cameras. I'm obsessed because we why do we have cameras if nobody's gonna watch her? Mm -hmm. Everybody mm -hmm. would have been dead in that room. Everybody yeah. would have been dead. It would be a whole different show. Had Uncle Clifford not finally looked at the cameras because these other niggas are out all fighting white men and doing the drugs <laughs> and carrying on. <laughs> Uncle Clifford was the only one that looked at the camera and did what needed to be done. Oh to my save God, that's so, so true. That's very right. So I'm a piggyback. That's, right. what I, that's what I was that's the, say. that's the biggest part. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. So I was piggybacking <clears throat> off of York because I agree, Uncle Clifford held it down the entire night, regardless of her personal situations. She was watching the camera. She was trying to keep everybody on point. She was trying to let murder have his moment. Got her heart broke 
dealt with that and still was like, oh, hell no, nah, some shit going on in the paradise room. I cannot fight, but I'm going in there. And she took her ass in there and got slung around, but she showed up. <laughs> and then, you know, everything that went down and she still, them shoulders still broad, still head held high. Uncle Clifford. Oh my God! I have Uncle Clifford. I guess for some of these reasons, basically because she got her club back. <laughs> like to me, yeah, okay. like yeah. at the end of it, it's like you won the episode after all this. But like Josh said, her shoulders were high. She was like, even like what she said with murder. Like they need me tonight, so I'm gonna go in here. We gonna get this last night out. We gonna do that. But tomorrow I might not be okay. But today and the whole time. Her shoulders were held high. She looked as good as she wanted to look at the fume. I said, okay, okay. okay. It's one of my favorite looks on her. Yes, yeah, everything. That. And then, like Ernestine said, something's going to work out. I feel it. And she just kept rolling, kept work, rolling, yeah. and it worked out. And she got her club back now, mm-hmm. kind of, once we see in, in the, a little bit, in 15%. the new season. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. like, yeah. at the end of the day, got a club back she still got the paint yeah um i think for me it is um i think the word i'm going to use for her is perseverance Mm -hmm. um and i think she really showed that this episode to think about losing your entire club which for her is her life Mm -hmm. right and lose your love which as we know she does not open up to anyone Mm -hmm. so you've Mm kind of had your heart completely broken you lose your club or so you thought right so now we're dressed in black like which i thought it was somebody really died like i thought we were actually going to a funeral so i was like I was like, holy shit, somebody really died. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know who was dying. But, you know, like, at the end of the day, it really showed the strength in who was the HBIC of Chuckalisa. Like, she, I mean, I think that really established at the end of season one, like, oh, she is truly the queen of Chuckalisa. She really went through it, came out on top. So, yeah, she definitely deserves the. And we usually give it to murder, the jukebox, the the bottom, yeah, his we ass, give it to all, whatever. All yeah, but, but at the end of the day, yeah. So yeah. I didn't really have one. I wasn't sure until I heard y'all start talking, and I was like, okay, I can't give it to Mercedes because. She crying on the sidewalk with no wig on, so you out. I love my uncle down, but I can't give it to Uncle Clifford because you ran in this room and then proceeded to get your ass whooped with the other two girls that's already in there getting their ass whooped, so you out. (laughs) I have to give it to Haley. Haley has to be the bottom bitch to me, even though she got her ass beat in that room. Also, her abuser is dead. She yeah. has the money. And now she came in here without a pot to piss in at the beginning of the season. And she ends the season as part owner, majority owner of the pink. So right. I, to me, she has to be the bottom bitch in the season finale. 
York. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think you're right. We may not like it, mm-hmm. but I think you're right. Yeah, I, I don't like Haley at all. But to me, at yeah. the end, she was in the best position. Points are made. White suit, looking Points great. Points yeah. are made. Mm-hmm. Points are made. Points are made. Points are made. York like is it. like, I don't give a fuck about them points. <laughs> no, no, you, 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 you're right. You you made some good points. I don't like it at all. Yeah, I, I agree. That's, 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 that's it was hard, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Mm. Okay, then. Well, thank y'all so oh, much for you. joining us oh, for this two whole oh, hours. Two you guys were so incredible. Just on behalf of like the writers group, thank y'all for doing this. It's so much fun to like hear y'all talk about the episodes and just like have people that are continually like looking at the characters and talking about them in these ways, we learn a lot from y'all. And what even now, just listening to how you talk about these characters, is like very inspiring. And it like will feed back into the show that you watch. So it's like a little infinity circle. And so like, I know in the writer's room, we're so grateful for y'all and like leading these rewatches. So just thank y'all from the writer's room, from me, like it's really truly just amazing. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. So you're Kimmy so and welcome. York, tell them where they can find y'all on the socials, etc. Y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm on a little social media break, but I'll find you when I get back at Kemi, K-E-M-I underscore Y-O-N-D-O. I am also on Instagram and Twitter at Issa York Chop, I S S A Y O R K C H O P. And then also the podcast at How Red is Red. And we will have little intermission music next time. <laughs> <laughs> y'all have put us to shame on today. So we go. But y'all got jingles and y'all yeah, pulling yeah, up stuff yeah, live. Yeah, Listen, yeah. we go. We yeah. we gonna work on it. Let's. We, <laughs> <gonna inspire. laughs> we appreciate y'all having us. So outside of Covenant, do you have anything else? Other projects coming up, York, mm-hmm. and also you, Kimmy. Outside of uh, P Valley coming back when it does. Listen, we on we on strike. The writers are on strike. So <laughs> yep. we we are hoping for the best. We're hoping mm-hmm. that that gets resolved. Yeah. Um, but we're both working on our own projects to mm-hmm. you know. Outside of that, but yeah, strike life is same. I see, you know, as soon as the strike stops, I'll like be in Atlanta on set, get you all your season three. Um, and so until then, just working on my own stuff. Yep, that's right. Yeah, we support the writers. I know that's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what do you guys think of what's going on with the extension with the Actors Guild? Yes. I was so shocked at that. Mm-hmm. I was it's I was very because, shocked. Yeah. I just feel like there's so many guesses. Like, oh, this could mean that they're going to get what they want. Or this could mean that the, like, 
leadership is is buckling and i just have no clue yeah no. nobody knows everybody's just hypothesizing and trying to make the best guess but we don't know yeah. until it happens so it's just kind of like hope for the best and wait and see yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. basically yeah. okay yeah. then well, thank you again, guys. Thank you. So we got y'all go so we can close out. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Right. Thank you. All right. Bye. 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 All right. So I'm gonna Bye. close Bye. us out. I am Tia. Tia gets social everywhere. And uh, just want to let y'all know, make sure that you are following our Twitter and have notifications on because everything drops there first. Uh, make sure that you, with the notifications, you want to have those on because you don't want to miss one of these lives. You also don't want to miss any of our bonus episodes. As uh, Koji said earlier, we are taking a break this week on the Noah's Ark rewatch and the bonus episodes. But check us out July 11th. Job, what you got? I am Ja underscore the underscore goddess on Instagram. Ja the goddess, all one word on Twitter. I hate to reiterate, but keep your FBI eyes closed next week because there will be no Noah's Ark bonus on premiere on Thursday and Friday, but come back the next week and we'll be there. Tanika? I am at your girl Jiggy on all the things. You can follow me anywhere you don't already. You can also follow Pink Sunday Radio on Instagram if you don't follow us there yet. Um, you can, what the hell can you do? What, what is next? Uh, if you're looking for the bonus episodes, that's what's next. Um, there's none <laughs> this week, but the following week for jumping the broom, you can find those on pinksundayradio.com. That'll take you to Apple podcasts. And while you're on Apple podcasts, um, if you can leave us a five-star written review, if you haven't already, if you're watching this video right now on YouTube, if you could like, comment, subscribe, turn your notifications on so you never miss any of these live videos. Uh, Koji, what do you got to tell them? I'm Koji Mama on IG and Twitter. You can subscribe to our newly launched website at pinksunday.com. There you will find original content, Pew Valley related articles. We also have a new series, Best of PSR, a collection of moments during the week like you saw today. Finally, subscribe to our Linktree, uh, Linktree, uh, backslash Pink Sunday Radio. There we will make sure that for instance, the interview we had today, we'll make sure that it's pinned at the very top so you can go straight to it. Thanks for listening and watching. Pink Sunday Radio.